Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, and Barry boat are rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information today. So, Patrick. So, Greg. Take the lead. Where are we going today? All right, I'm, I'm, I'm unprepared. Um, usually the first hour of the show is you. <laughs> I'm going to save that till next week. Okay. Because I got a lot on my plate. I got a big dive show planned, and I got to tell you all about that uh, next week. Can't wait, really. Yeah. Um, are, are puppets involved again this year? No, much. Uh, we're, are, are, are people dressed up as members of the Beatles again this year? No, there's an 80s rock theme, so it'll be more oh, of a no. Bon Jovi kind of vibe. And uh, uh, MC Hammer. I got, I got the gonna, pants. They're going to have 80s rock theme, and everyone at the show is going to be in their 60s with no hair left. Good point. Greg Including gonna, Barry. Barry's going to come. Including me. I'm yeah. going to wear a hat. He's going to wear a watch cap, like yeah. a like a Jacques Cousteau thing. Yeah. Like he's, That's right. Steve Zuzu. Uh, Steve Zuzu. Greg's yeah. com- Greg is creating a new musical genre. So we've heard of yacht rock, and yeah. now we've got scuba rock. Mm-hmm. That's uh, it. And, and all Scuba Ribbian music. All I go back to That's is that that gem that good. I sent you like two years ago of Little Richard. <laughs> oh, that's right, <laughs> Scuba Party. Yeah, that was a good one. All right, anyway, hard to, believe, hard to believe that I found something that you hadn't yet seen. Let's talk boating. Come yeah. on. Okay, so um, here we are, weeks removed from the Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miami Boat Show is really fast approaching yeah right around the corner we are certainly well within the uh the 2020 model year because again boat production is mid-year to mid-year so we're not going january to january to december and the fallout continues greg the fallout of what (laughs) blowback blowback and getting a lot of blowback from stories that the Wob News team is posting on the World of Boating Facebook page mm. and at worldofboating.com. And it's tied to the economy. Okay. and Which is booming pretty much right now in a lot of sectors. And depending on who reads these news stories and how they interpret them, it's either a direct attack on the current administration the current administration's trade policies um it's a it's an attack on america as a whole um and and that's really not what this is so the the blowback is that there is without a doubt there is a slowdown that has taken place a lot of people don't realize it and they think that this this because manufacturing any manufacturing is cyclical you're going to have your up and your down cycles and we know that there 
is a down cycle. Um, we are, of course, all hoping that it is not as severe as the Great Recession down cycle, which was a very extreme, to say the least. Um, so some of the uh, comments coming back on some of these stories are that, you know, it's all gloom and doom. And, you know, why are you guys, you know, saying that, you know, boating is dead and, you know, things of that nature? Who's saying that? I'm, I'm telling you, if, it's on the Facebook page. It's our commenters, okay? The people mm-hmm. who are loyal to the show. Loyal, that are saying boating lo- is dead. Lo- they're saying we're saying We're not saying that. Is dead. Let's clear that we up right now. That. No, so, that is not what we're saying. Well, we're saying that because these are the stories we're posting. Okay. okay. So why don't you guys post more positive stories about boat sales being up and stuff like that? Agreed. Okay. Well, here's they win. Here's the thing. <laughs> okay. And you don't have to take my word for it. Right? As we never would, of course. And, and you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But. The slowdown in boat manufacturing actually began with the 2018 model year, and it began for a variety of reasons. Okay, well, back up, because I think what we're, I can tell already by the words you're using, that may be what's triggering these responses we're getting. Because when you say you say slowdown, you're saying a slowdown in manufacturing because of the potential tariff problems no, and things like that. There, there you're, not a, t- you're not saying it's not a slowdown in boating sales because that no, is not happening. And, and I'm not saying that. I know. But you, you, when you say slowdown, that's what people are hearing. But that's not what I'm saying. He's talking about manufacturing. I'm they talking about manufacturing. Ahead so there's a, pipeline, there's a pipeline that feeds. So, and, and I'm going to tie this all together. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this this slow down if you will this this cutback this reduction um really started in 2018 and again there were a lot of things that contributed to that and people didn't see it because of boat sales were strong mm-hmm. but boat sales were strong because there was a lot of inventory out there there was 2016 2017 and 2018 models. and people have money because the economy's doing better that is the problem that you're not really yeah, you're taking the focus off of that, and people are just thinking that you're saying, "Now, oh, wait a minute, you know, boat sales are down." Because I can hear the way you're describing it, Patrick. I get what these guys are complaining about. I can hear it already in how you're describing these stories. Okay, you just have to you have to explain it a little bit more when you say, "I don't I don't know if slow down's the right word to use for manufacturing." It might be they're having some. You know, manufacturing issues because they're having trouble getting some of the supplies that they've been getting before because all these this tariff uncertainty and they're they're having trouble planning their inventory for the for the years and stuff. Is that is that accurate? How I'm describing it, or no? No, it's not. Okay, then. Uh, so, oh, what's the uh, problem? A lot of manufacturers, of course, they're controlling their inventory that's out at dealership levels. Okay, so especially your your independent boat manufacturers have greater control over that, and they don't view the dealers as a pipeline to continue to pump product out into the marketplace, where it's just going to go to dealerships and it's going to sit. So your independent boat manufacturers keep a close eye on those inventory levels, and they are not letting dealers order and hold a lot of product in stock, because if the economy does take a downturn, they don't want that product sitting out there unsold, and then they have to blow it out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, your larger boat manufacturers that are owned by corporations and they're just a division of, they're pushing product out. 
that pipeline really doesn't stop. Okay. So it's, it's just like auto manufacturers. It's push, 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 push. So that created a little bit of a glut. Okay. So boat sales were strong. Yes. The economy is good. The economy has been growing since 2000 and Barry. 16, I think is what, no, what I was going to say. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, first of all, you know, a lot of, a lot of the reasons why those sales, in my opinion, have gone up is because you have these older boats that were being pushed out at lower prices. All right. That's, so that's now that okay. Getting, that's part of it. And then there's that guy who says he was going to make a, you know, make boating great again. <sighs> Might be working. I don't know. I'm just saying. See, I'm trying to keep this. This is exactly what I'm trying not to do. Is I'm not trying to make this a a political thing, Greg. I'm right. Trying, I'm trying no, to keep this fully in the realm of manufacturing and the the just behind these stories and what it means, which isn't all gloom and doom. Right. What it is is we know that auto auto manufacturers, RV manufacturers, and boat manufacturers are kind of a bellwether. Um, of the economic outlook, okay? Really more boats and RVs because that's more of a luxury item. Not even a luxury item, but it's not a necessity as much as an automobile. Yeah. Right. So but you need an automobile to get to work. These things are, are, are things that when you have uh, fungible money, extra money to play with, that's when you get boats. And most people don't go out and buy a new boat every three years. Right. They're, they're wants. They're not needs. Mm-hmm. Okay. But... It does tend to kind of follow, you know, if there's a cutback in auto manufacturing, we start to see it in RVs, and then, of course, we see it in boat manufacturing. That's been my experience, but what do I know? I've only been doing it for 34 years. So, in that, it's not all gloom and doom. It's manufacturers taking a much longer view of what's out there, and you've had manufacturers that haven't put any new product out. Um, this past three months, I, I won't name the boat manufacturer, but it's one that was recently purchased by a larger corporation. They canceled their dealer sales meeting because they had nothing new. And the dealers were like, we're not, we're not going to come. You've got nothing new to show us other than your new gel coat colors and some new fabric changes. Did they tell them they had free beer? It wouldn't have mattered. They're like, no, we're not, that's we're not, a lie. We're not coming. It would have made a big difference. We got free beer, some hors d'oeuvres. Come on. We'll show you some old boats. I'm telling you, I could have helped him out with that. More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK seven resin to their exclusive power claw latches nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear plus nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market the company has been around for over 15 years but it's new to the u.s so we've made a small number of nano cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scuba radio.com go there now and check out nanook 
the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. We have to stay away from the coast, stay away from other people, stay away from the other boats. What then? South. We circle down to San Diego. Travis, Marines of Pendleton Navy at Coronado. Border Patrol. If they held the line in the, the military, are not going to help us. Before the alternative. Stop the damn boat. That's the alternative. If I stop the boat, it'll be to drop folks off. Not take them off. Oh, you miss a boat. The ship has sailed. You never tried. You never failed. But don't be fit. Don't be sad. Be happy the this is the world of boating. Hopefully you got a boat. Be happy what you've got. And you're happy with it. I am Greg, your first mate. Captain Patrick buries a boat or rounding out the crew. All right, so uh, Patrick's trying to answer some viewer mail, or at least uh, you know keep the I don't know keep the passengers happy because they've been grumbling a little bit about some Facebook posts uh, that uh, are preaching gloom and doom. But according to them, but but you're saying it's not gloom and doom. You're just you're just reporting the facts, or we're just putting it out there that hey, the manufacturers. Uh, some of them are uh, contracting a little bit or holding back because they're uncertain because of the tariffs or whatever issues. And, and is this a bellwether of of a potential slowdown for the boating industry? I mean, unfortunately, we just don't know. They're just they're hedging their bets is what you're saying. Is that fair? Is that a, a good way to describe it? Maybe. No, it's not. It's not a matter of hedging their bets. It's a matter of some boat manufacturers aren't investing any money in new product they're just they're redoing, concerned about the future they're just doing re, they're redoing gel coat colors mm-hmm. or, or fabrics maybe some aesthetic changes right and then you have other manufacturers that have invested and are putting out new product but for the next couple of years may only be introducing one or two models 
not a big rush as some of them have done in the past couple of years. Mm -hmm. So, again, it's more probably your independent boat manufacturers that are taking a longer view and have planned for a rise in sales. They've And again, manufacturing sales is not the same as boat dealer sales. Okay? So, you have to remember that. There's a, there's, there's a separation there. Manufacturer sales are what they sell to the dealership. Then the dealership's got to get those sold. Right. Okay. But as we've talked to Rusty over the last few months, he's been having a banner year. But Rusty doesn't sell. Rusty has had a banner year, but Rusty doesn't. He's smart. He doesn't carry a lot in the inventory. He sells a lot from the boat shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and the manufacturers that he carries don't build in large numbers. Okay. Right. So that's a it's a plus and a minus, if you will, because if you go to um, Jacksonville Marine and you're looking at a uh, a Chris Craft, and yeah, I like that uh, Calypso that they've got, but I don't like the one that they've got in stock, and I want to order one. Well, okay, we can order you one. It'll you can take delivery in three months. Right, well, I'm those in Florida impulse buys are uh, are a little bit more difficult. But it's I'm in take, Florida. I want to go boating tomorrow. Right, you know, I don't want to wait three months. But I've always said when you order a boat. And if you've ever been to a boat manufacturer to a factory and they actually take you on a tour where they take you into the manufacturing plants and you see the people and the number of hands that are touching these parts, these boats as they're being assembled, this is something that when you order it from a manufacturer, it's being built for you. It's got your name on it. It's your colors, your options, as they did with Rusty's boat, which I don't think they do with all of them, but they autographed his. Mm-hmm. Um, so he knows who to blame if stuff starts to go wrong. Right. He's got their names all written on the inside of his hull. What do you think, Barry? You like it's this becoming thing? just It's becoming just-in-time inventory. And if you recall, uh, back in uh, before the 70s, when you went to go purchase a new car, you went to the dealer and you ordered it with the options and the package you wanted. And then you waited a few weeks for it to get delivered in there. Ah, the now, good old days. They're good. No, but it, it was nice. Now, now you go to a place and it's pick pick what we've got, or you're going to have to, uh, you know, eat eat crow. Yeah, and well, if you, no, not eat crow. You just got to wait. Or you go to some of these these yeah. dealerships and they're large dealerships, and they've got hundreds of cars on the lot because again, they're just being fed. You know, and it's like to Barry's point, it's like, well, you've got your choice of white and silver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. um, you were talking about uh, what kind of truck do you drive, Greg? It's a Honda Ridgeline. It's not a truck. Okay. It's, it's a, a black truck. edition. Well, it's, a, it's an Accord it's, with a truck body on it. Wrong. Okay. But here, nice here's ride. the point. The, the point, and, and I'm The Black Pearl is, by the way, it has a name, too. I named uh, it. Oh. The Black Pearl. <laughs> the Rent-A-Rec. Listen. Quiet. If that, if that car did not, you, you were attracted to that car, you liked how it was shaped and styled. If that didn't change for 10 years, what would be the incentive for you to purchase another one if it looked exactly the same 10 years from now? Nothing. Because it's blacker. Well, I mean, (laughs) car models generally change about every five years. Right. That's what Patrick's is saying is that the manufacturers that want to stay ahead are going to have to at least change one model or two models a year and kind of keep things flowing along with newer stuff, newer styling. Well, that's the secret sauce for any uh, 
manufacturer, isn't it? They got to find out, you know, what is, what is that sweet spot about how many boats should we make, how many we think we can sell, and and still stay up with the uh, demand and and uh, giving them the choices they want. I mean, that's what sets one manufacturer apart from another. the The person that wants that boat immediately is going to have to go to a manufacturer that's pumping out those boats quicker. You know, so. They just have to change with the times, I think. The good news is, overall, is that boat sales are up, and people have money, and and that's the bottom line. Okay. Well, hold on. Hold on. And and that solves all the problems, eventually. No, because boat sales... What do you mean, no? If people are buying boats, they will find a way to fill that need. Boats that were getting sold out of... And again, Flibs, they had boat manufacturers, dealers, had some amazing sales right they're blowing out 2018 models they're getting rid of 2019s some of them because manufacturing has cut back don't have a lot of inventory so they're putting orders on 2020 models and those boats still have to get delivered they still got to get the money Mm -hmm. okay and i'm not quite sure how their accounting works whether they count those as sales once they get a deposit or not you know i'm not saying that they're padding their numbers but but that's better than not getting any sales or advanced sales or, and that kind of so thing. Now, so now we're going to get into a boat manufacturer like Marquis up in Pulaski, Wisconsin, where not pointing to any one person or their economic policies, but the tariffs that are in place have made their business model very, very tough to move forward, especially when it comes to international sales. More expensive. Yeah. Yes. Makes it tough. I totally get it. And hopefully that'll be temporary, but we'll talk more about it next on The World of Boating. You're listening to The World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick. Barry is a boater running at the crew. All right, so, you know, money makes the world go round. And the fact that uh, consumers have it uh, will hopefully eventually, if it keeps going in this direction, will solve all the problems that uh, these stories that have popped up on the World of Boating Facebook page have uh, brought to our attention and and got some blowback. And, And I totally get it. I do. But these are from people who aren't in the industry. And when you follow dealership sentiment, you know, um, manufacturers, manufacturers are planning for a flat 2020. Now, that's not a bad thing, but they're not expecting a growth in sales from the plants to the dealers. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's fine. Some, Some manufacturers have even put in place plans for a 5 to a 25% reduction in manufacturing because they're being prudent in planning ahead if they're being conservative they're just playing it safe and and if it plans out the way that they think it might then they'll be in good shape now if the economy keeps going and going in a a good strong direction upwards uh, they might be left in the dust by some of the competitors that have not pulled back a little bit so time will tell we just can't predict the future well, we're just pointing it out that there are some people that are concerned, but, right? But 
nobody can predict the future, but there are indicators that you have to look at. Okay. And I mean, don't take it from me. Barry's the financial analyst for the world of boating. Um, he's got definitely don't take it he, from him. He's got tax, tax, <laughs> tax season is looming right around the corner for him. All right. Um, yes, it is. And I think what will be a, a better indicator, Greg, mm-hmm. is actually going to be the New York boat show and the Miami boat show. I think are going to be uh, give us a better idea of what we're looking at. Not for so much for 2020, because by the time Miami rolls around, there's only a few months left in the 2020 manufacturing model year. Right. But for the 2021, you know, moving further ahead. I agree. There's also first quarter. We got to see how things uh, if they keep going in the right direction. If they do, once again, I I just think it's all going to work out in the long run. Let's hope. One can be optimistic, one can be pessimistic. That's just how the world works. More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. You'll be my scallywags. I don't know what that means, but you will be them. And here's how we play. Thank you for your attention and welcome aboard. Let's go. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick. Barry's a boater rounding out the cruise. We navigate the latest boating news and information and predict the future. That's what we're trying to do, I guess. I don't know. I'm, I'm more of one of those things where you just got to wait and see. You know, Patrick likes to look into the, you know, into the... Uh, hourglass there no what was that ball the crystal thing? ball the yeah crystal i mean ball. it's just because it's my livelihood depends on it greg well yeah there's that you, you've denied every raise for me for the last 12 years so Did I, you should have seen that in your crystal ball <laughs> yeah clear as day hell i could have told you that was gonna happen. okay that's the only thing i could predict on the future all right well you know we could turn the commercial breaks into their own radio show because barry keeps coming in with all kinds of stuff. Tell he you. saves his best stuff for off the air. I'm telling you. It's the only time I could get a word in edgewise. I had a question about the Miami Boat Show. Do you know where it's going to be? Miami. No, no. That's, that is true. No, Miami I mean, that Convention is... Center. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, last year, was, yeah, it's Key Biscayne, right? Is it yeah, back same, there? same place as it's been the last three years. Right. Oh, okay. Was this a three-year contract? Or are they going to move back to no, the uh, they, they, This is permanent. My understanding is that they moved out of the Miami Beach Convention Center because they were undergoing renovation. And they closed right. one side of the, the convention center at a time. And what I had heard from people who were working there is, for some reason, they were actually reducing the height of the doors to where like these yachts and stuff would not even be able to be able wouldn't even be able to get in. Mm-hmm. Now, the city of Miami again, there was a group of investors uh, led by Gloria Estefan um, that wanted to buy the old uh, bayfront area there um, where they they had the boat races and all that. And uh, the city of Miami said no. But ever since Hurricane Andrew, that place fell into disrepair. Right. So then the city of Miami goes, well, we're going to we're going to we're going to float 20 million dollars of bonds, public money, and we're going to buy it and we're going to renovate it and we're going to do something with it. But we're not sure what, but it's all tied into the boat show. 
because of how much money that brings in. Now, I can tell you from somebody who's not only set up that boat show, but has bought yachts into that boat show, that um, the city of Miami Beach made it so painful to the point where yours truly, and this is no lie, was probably 10 seconds away from being put in handcuffs. Wow. Because I was nose to nose with the Miami Beach police uh, officer over getting our oversized load into the convention center because it's part of a two truckloads to for this yacht and they wouldn't let they let part A in, they wouldn't let part B in. Mm-hmm. And it's like this is part of that boat. We're all the same company. Look, the name's on the side. Nope, you can't come in. And then he slammed my truck door on my leg and I jumped down and we were nose to nose and uh, one of my coworkers was smart enough. Actually, the guy who was driving escort for me. Uh, the pilot car got over and got me back in uh, the semi, and we drove up the road a little bit, parked, and then we got the okay to go in. And as we drove past, I told the the police officer that he was indeed number one. Yes, he was. But hmm. they they really did make it difficult. They 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 really really did. But, um, and, and if they renovated the building the way you said, they've also cut themselves out of a lot of money. Well, they sounds like yeah, they they really do. it's it's like we want this for performing arts maybe and maybe like home and garden shows and we really don't want the boats and the yachts in here. However, the businesses surrounding that convention center were like, no, what are you doing? Because right. it was an incredible amount of money that poured in there, not only during the boat show, but the two weeks prior to. And the two weeks after um, for that. So, I mean, that that was pretty much, I mean, call it two months of an economic boom uh, for, for that area. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. for the, the booglers. Yeah. Last time it was at the convention center, they ripped me off. And yeah, my, they they, well, yeah, my your truck. truck. They went specifically for your truck. Yeah. And my and, world and, of boating shirts. And again, it wasn't really a truck. He was driving, what were you, you driving a Chevy's, was that a Z? Truck. No, it was the Chevy, yeah. it was the weird it, it's one. It's like the Honda. It's yeah. similar to the Honda. It really is. He's got this weird, yeah, the Avalanche with the fake roll mm-hmm. bar. That one. Right. No, there's yeah. no fake anything. <laughs> you guys are just jealous. <laughs> yeah, I'm jealous. <laughs> and what, and what did he move day. from from that? He went to an HHR. Right, which is uh, oh yeah, I awesome. <laughs> all right, anyway, uh, stuff about me. Just, I can't believe I'm saying this, but <laughs> all right. So here's how I'm going to tie this all together. Okay, mm-hmm. so again, not all gloom and doom, but out of Bloomberg uh, in the last two weeks, super rich, not just the rich or the somewhat rich, but we're talking about the super rich are rethinking buying yachts in an uncertain economy. Now, when the super rich are rethinking buying and they're waiting for you know that up cycle or if it's a 10 million they're waiting for a 10 million dollar drop on a yacht or something like that or elizabeth warren to you know tax them see out of i'm existence. not bringing any saying i'm not bringing any personalities into this well, and you keep pushing back towards that i'm and just I'm, saying I'm, I'm holding back so bad because i don't want to go that route with you well, because then the show is going to devolve into something where you and i are just not, yelling at each other it's not and barry's going to be in the corner crying like the child caught between two parents i'm just saying what what bill gates said you know a couple weeks ago i'm just saying bill gates bill schmates okay so here's the end result of the boat show flibs and the economy here we go Mm -hmm. at the fort lauderdale international boat show a yacht 
was placed under arrest over a four million dollar dispute. No, they, hold on. They, you can't arrest a yacht. They arrested a yacht. Oh, yes, I have. I have heard of this before. Yes, they can arrest a yacht. What? No, yeah, they, they they can they put, confiscate a yacht. It's like a lien or something. Yes, but, no, yeah, I, but I you heard don't of it arrest once a yacht. U.S. Marshals boarded the 74-foot yacht at Bahia Mar on Sunday just after the close of the five-day Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show where it was displayed by the manufacturer, mm-hmm. Sunseeker. So this is not a unknown boat brand or, you know, a, just Sunseekers is very well known. Okay. The Marshals presented a signed order by the U.S. District Judge authorizing the boat's arrest... Hmm. which in global maritime law is an action intended to remove a vessel from control of parties involved in the dispute until it's settled. After the arrest, the marshals transferred custody of the vessel to a court-appointed third-party custodian, National Maritime Services, um, who could not be run by anybody with a better last name for somebody who's involved in the maritime industry, Yeah, Mr. Allen Swimmer. Uh, okay. Hmm. So the yacht was taken to a secure, undisclosed location <laughs> where it will be cared for. And it was, it was held under. It was put into a into a room with a single light shining on top of it. They're going to waterboard it. It was sweating, and they finally got you know, the truth out of it. No, something's wrong with that. You, yeah, now, you can't have, arrest a boat. A they arrest. I'm telling no, you, yeah, that that doesn't make any sense. You know, they had that television show, the Repo television show, where they would re- repossess yeah, re- repo guys. Do they do that yeah. with boats? Of course they do, yeah. yeah but here's I've, the- I've never seen a Repo uh, boat show. Okay, Barry, are you keeping track of how many times arrest or arrested is used in this article? Okay. <laughs> yes. No. About, about 100 vessels are arrested somewhere in the world every year. Swimmer said, "This is a guy who's involved in this particular." Well, part that guy of was on industry. Friends. Yeah, what does he know about that? Swimmer, not swimmer. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. That Fort Lauderdale, calling right. itself the yachting capital of the world, arrests occur about five to ten times a year. A recent high-profile arrest involved an empty cargo ship. So, uh, yes, you can arrest a boat. You can take it into custody. Um, until whatever financial dispute. That sounds like you confiscate, just like you'd confiscate a drug dealer's boat. I don't get this word arrest. I mean, uh, it may be some weird nautical term that we've never heard before. Because yes, you never no, heard nobody's it. Ever, nobody's ever, you ever heard, heard the that word arrested they, before. Have you ever heard that yeah, used I, in that way? Yes. Uh, before that article. I, I, yes, I've been in the industry for 34 years, Greg, since that I was 18. I hear it me. all the time. I, I just don't only hear it when it refers to me and Miami Beach police officers. Right. I don't know. It just doesn't seem right. Wait, why are you disputing this story that I didn't write that was reported in the Sun Sentinel? You don't arrest things. You arrest somebody. Barry. Yes. Correct? They, it, for, yeah, I've heard of it before with boats. Yes. Okay. They're, they're well. essentially, they're putting it in custody. You put a person in well, custody. I understand. That's called they're confiscating, isn't no, it? No, it's different. Well, how is it different? Yeah. Because there's it's no handcuffs maritime. involved. It's, it's called, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be very big handcuffs. <laughs> I think someone is pulling our leg. I'm not. It's, it's, it's on the World of Boating Facebook page. So, it's therefore, the it must be true. Right. Of course. All right. Well, you know, if I agreed with you, we'd both be wrong. So, we'll just have to leave it at that. 
and uh, come up with some more positive things to focus on next, right here on The World of Boating. You're listening to The World of Boating Radio Network. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast i appreciate this but i really like to get some sleep oh of course my sweet i'll just make some soothing ocean sounds for you This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick. Barry's a boater, rounding out the crew. All right, so, uh, I don't know. you got to be careful with your boat. Make sure it doesn't get arrested out from under you. 
And I don't know how you keep your boat out of trouble. Well, but, uh, it could be, you know, you pay your bills, drugs. I don't know what it would be, but, you know, sometimes they just go awry on you, float off despite your best intentions. And that's how we're going to end the show. Okay. Because coming out of, of all places, yeah, Southeast Florida. <laughs> what are the odds? I, I'm telling you. Southeast uh, Florida and drugs in Miami, the same Miami, sentence. Miami day. Never happens. Um, there's a, a boat repair facility. Um, that since this is actually uh, written in the article, uh, I have no problem uh, mentioning it on air. CND Marine off I-95 in Northeast Miami uh, is a business oh, okay. owned by Carlos uh, Armas, okay, who said he repairs, sells, and stores boats. This guy was taking boats in for repair, mm-hmm. not repairing them. Refusing to give them back to the owners, taking oh. boats in on consignment, stripping yeah. the boats, selling parts off boats. And when you look at an overhead shot of his facility, it looks like an extremely busy boat yard, except some of these boats have been sitting there so long, trees are growing up through them. Hmm. Um, it's, it's really become a junkyard. And recently, his property finally was raided by the police. Okay. Mm-hmm. But here's... The reason why I bring this up is, unfortunately, when these things happen, when you have these disputes uh, between a business like that and a boat owner, and you took it there, and they did the repair work, or they didn't do the repair work, and you go to get the boat, and they won't release it, and you call the police, the police show up and say, it's a civil matter. Hmm. You're going to have to take them to court. We can't make him release your boat. And you're like, yeah, but I've got the title. It's my boat. Yeah, but we can't make them do it. It's a civil matter. We can't get involved. You're going to have to take them to court. Will you at least arrest the boat for me? Not in well, this case. You, you, okay. brought, you brought the boat there. It's not as though he stole it. So mm. I think that's where the issue comes in. Okay. And there needs to be a change in the, the, the whatever, the, the criminal code, civil code, whatever it is. Because if I take my boat, or if Barry brings his boat to me, mm-hmm. um, not that he ever would, because Barry's boat is maintained perfectly. Right. Um, only leaves the garage on days when ambient air temperature is 91 degrees or above. Mm-hmm. Seas are <laughs> six inches or less. And the wind is blowing at a mere half knot. Um, from the west. From the west. Um, if Barry was to bring his boat to me and said, I, I, I want you to repower it, you know, uh, you, you sell um, yeah, Evan Rude, you know, let's pull this engine off and, you know, give it to me. I'm going to sell it on eBay. And I say, yeah, sure. And yeah, come back in a week. And he comes back in a week. He goes, okay, where's my, my motor? And I'm like, yeah, I, I don't have time to talk with you. I didn't get to it. Come back next week. And he comes back next week. I said, yeah, I still, you know, I'm really, really busy. And it just kind of builds up like that. So finally, mm-hmm. Barry comes in and says, look, man, I'm done with this. I'm taking my boat. And no, you can't because I've already pulled the motor from it and you owe me X. You know, you owe me $4,000 plus storage. Barry's like, I don't owe you nothing, man. I didn't sign anything. What are you, crazy? Well, you can't get your boat. And then you call the police and the police say, you say, this guy stole my boat. And, and then you answer, what boat? No. And the oh. police go, no, he didn't steal it. You bought it to him. It's a, it's right. a civil matter. And that hmm. needs to change in these instances because this is criminal conduct. I don't understand how this can be anything but a criminal matter to where somebody has taken property 
of yours and has refused to give it back for whatever reason or has stripped parts from it and the police refuse to get involved until this particular and this is years and years where finally they raided this place mm-hmm. and this guy will basically he'll close up shop and he'll pop up somewhere else and go back into business and it no, should- the difference is, is he'll be charged criminally and that's what took so long is investigating and getting that done yeah but it should it, sh- it shouldn't take it shouldn't 10 people take or 15 people or years and years of stories of people that uh, uh, of stories of where this guy's ripped people off or stolen parts off their boats, refused to give their boats back. The first time that happens, it should be, sir, you need to return the boat. Here, he's got legal title to it. You need to release his boat. I'm not going to do that. Okay, then we're placing you under arrest because this is grand theft. How can it not be now, anything but? Well, it's not. You got to go to small claims court at the bare minimum and get a judgment against them, and then you can tell the police to do that. Yeah, have but, you not watched uh, Judge Judy? Come on! But by, but by the but time by the it, time you do that, and it wouldn't be a small claim because some of these boats you're talking in excess of five grand, so it becomes a much bigger legal matter. Arrest the boat. That's all I got to say. I mean, I'm learning from you, Patrick. Just love your boat. That's the only solution. Love your boat. Keep your boat close to you. Kiss it goodnight. Do like Barry does. Tuck it in. Tell it a bedtime story. And make sure it never, ever gets put under arrest. Okay. Well, on that disturbing note, we'll wrap it up. Till next time, remember, whether it's sail or motor, life is better. Life is better as as a a boater. boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.